You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. The Daily Music Business Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Daily Music Business Podcast, bringing you the dumb and dumbest podcast. I'm Matt Bacon here with my beautiful co-host, Keith of Ghost Cult Mag. What's up, Matt? So Keith, what are we talking about today? We're going to continue talking about TikTok. Specifically, do you want to know what we're going to talk about? Uh, How you're up 70 followers today? Exactly. We're going to talk about how I got up 70 followers and what I'm doing literally right now as we talk about this. So here's the beauty of tape. Here's the thing. Okay. So last week we, uh, you know, last week we talked about uh, like following trends and stuff. But so there's a couple things I really want to break down because I spent a lot of time. I was actually very skeptical all week. I was watching this guy, Robert Benjamin on. um, Okay. Like this guy has really big eyebrows. Um, I, you know, he was very like high energy and he kind of felt like a scam, but I was like, but he had some interesting things to say. So I was watching and there was a couple of key lessons I learned from him. Okay. Post times really, really matter. Trends are everything. And follow back everyone who interacts with you in any way. Um, so really what it becomes is like, if you can hit on that viral thing, you're going to get somewhere cool. But you have to hit on the viral thing. And, and it's tricky, right? You know, so like the thing that, that blew me up was two things, right? First, you have to be making videos that correspond to the trends. But you want to be, you want to be making them relevant to you. So I had two videos today that blew up, right? One, there was, there's this trend called Grow Up With Me. And so what I did was I made a little slideshow of uh, some of my favorite bands, how I grew up and how I got, went from like Led Zeppelin into Black Sabbath, into Zach Wilde, into Slayer, into Death Metal. And now I listen to Louis Armstrong Live Records. And I, um, I broke that down. And that got a fuckload of views. You know what I mean? Um, then the other thing I did was there's a thing called No Nuance November where it was basically like, drop your hot takes on whatever your niche is. Obviously, I am full of hot takes. So <laughs> that was what I did very well at. And it's, it's exploding. Like, it's got hundreds of likes, thousands of, it's over a thousand views. I'm, I'm kind of freaking out because it's like, oh, this is, you know, because, because he, the thing is, you know, a lot of people say, oh, well, TikTok, you're just you're just doing whatever the trends are, but you're not. You're making the trends relevant to who you are, to what your brand is, you know. And so TikTok's argument is, well, creativity is understanding how to operate within the framework of what's cool. 
And I would argue that makes a lot of sense. I think I think anyone can kind of come up with like some random thing that nobody actually cares about and be like, oh, look at how cool it is. But it really takes like a little bit more to be like, aha, the thing is grow up with me. How do I make grow up with me relevant when I don't want to do some fucking dance or, or some big multi-part video? I don't have an hour to shoot that. You know, I have 10 minutes to create... I have 30 minutes to create three pieces of content. That's the time I have allotted. Does that make sense? It does. It does. You probably, you know, again, we sort of delved into this in the last episode on TikTok. You know, how do you parse out the time in your day and your week to make content, which you have to do? Your designated 30 minutes is probably generous because you are, you know, an aggressive content creator. And most people will say they they won't think they'll say they have half an hour, but really they're going to spend 10 to 15 minutes on it. So let's just break down exactly how you pluck that trend and pull those images, songs, whatever you did to pull that post together. Do you mind walking through that, Matt? So literally what I did. And so here's the thing. Is this is like nobody will like admit this, but you know, we're all fucking uh, we're all fucking checking social media on the toilet, right? And that's actually like a really good place to t- a really good time to check TikTok because, and I can't do that because of where I'm living. I don't have Wi-Fi in my bathroom. Um, so I just want to point that out. So I don't have that sort of hack that we all use, but none of us admit to using. Um, now the thing is also, since we began this episode, I'm up seven followers. Um, the thing is multifold first and foremost, I think I, what I do is I go under the discover page and I say, and I look and I go, okay, which of these things seems like something I could do just watch. And then I go in and I watch some of the videos, right? So like, grow up with me. so I went I was like okay grow up with me. that seems like maybe interesting so I flipped through some of the videos and I'm like okay these are what people are doing there was a particular song that people were doing it to so I knew I had to use that song you know because you have to use the sounds that are trending not just the hashtags that are trending so I was like okay I'm going to take this I'm going to take this like these are the bits that matter cool now let's uh now let's build from there how do we how do we build this out you know what I mean? And then I was like, okay, cool. So grow up with me. I don't really want to shoot a video because I'm not really that guy. I don't even on a tripod. So what are we going to do? Okay, we're just going to show my musical growing up. And then I just went to Google and downloaded a bunch of pictures. I, some of the pictures were re- really low res too. I was kind of like, ah, this is kind of shitty content. But I just did it to do it, right? So that was how one, you know. But others, you know, again, like I saw No Nuance November. People talking straight into the screen. That's something I understand. That's something I know I'm good at right so when i see something that applies to me where it's like okay talking into a screen i can make any topic into a music industry topic you know like keith say a random word word (laughs) applesauce 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 okay so applesauce reminds me of the music industry because it's sort of this processed thing right you have your raw material your apples and then you end up turning the apples into the applesauce that's kind of what the producer is almost doing for you you know he's taking this raw thing and he's turning it into something almost different but still fundamentally the same things went into it 
And that's kind of the value of the producer is generating applesauce rather than some of that dumb bullshit your grandma made that had like all the skin in it and shit. You know, doing stuff like that where it's like, okay, cool, applesauce. How do I turn applesauce into a music industry thing? That's the game. Do you know what I mean? And the way bands can do this, are you with me so far, Keith? I am. Yeah. And the way bands can do this, again, it's so like, okay, so for me, it's talking into a camera is something I'm good at, you know, but look, look like, grow up with me. That can be, uh, you show pictures of your guitars that you used over the years. Or you show pictures of a band from when you started in 2014 to now 2020. You know, you can do something like that. Uh, there was one called a room tour where it was like, uh, you know, people showing different parts of their room or different parts of their apartments. And like, I was thinking, yeah, bands should do this and just show off their studios because people like that. People like seeing pictures of lots of amps. You know what I mean? Like, let, just do that, you know? And the thing is, these things are possible and they're doable. And it's like, you know, so you're building around that. You're looking at what's trending. You're using that as your core idea. And then you're going from there. And then once you post something, every single person who likes your comments, go in and follow them. Like, I know it'll hurt your ratio, but you can go fix your ratio later. And from what I understand, talking to people, like, eventually what happens is eventually something blows up and you're just like, oh, okay. And you're just clear, you know? So I'm not even thinking about my ratio and I'm looking at a lot of these creators and sort of the, the range I'm targeting, like the 10 to 20,000 range. And a lot of these creators are following like 10,000 people. You know what I mean? So like, I see that strategy is sort of working for them. And so I'm kind of like, oh, okay, this is maybe what I should be doing too. You know? And again, if I can get, I don't know if I can get 70 followers every day, but a lot of people on YouTube seem to think I can much more so and much more legitimately than Instagram, it appears, if that makes sense. Because I feel like you see a lot of like, get a thousand Instagram followers in a week, people. And I, it doesn't necessarily seem as feasible as on TikTok. You know, the only times I've really gotten a hundred Instagram followers in a go where I was doing, I got a huge cosign from someone really big or, uh, you know, or in that last push where I did literally a hundred shout outs in 48 hours to get over 10,000. So I don't know that that's kind of my, uh, you know, that's kind of my ramble. Like I'm, I'm really excited, you know, I've had a relatively stressful day otherwise. Um, so it's kind of nice to have something where it's like, okay, this is, this is going okay. Life is pain, Matthew. Life is pain. Um, Sensei Kreese said, sweep the leg, Johnny, and I did. Um, let's just, as we close this up, let's talk about something, not in the weeds as much, but I just want to demystify something since we've been talking about TikTok. And, and awesome, uh, proud of you. I, I, anybody who wants to follow at Ghost Cult Mag on TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram, and help me get to 10,000 followers or even 100 followers in, on TikTok, that would rule. But uh, here's an interesting thing that kind of demystifies the follower and following thing. For a long time, we were taught from Twitter that if your follower ratio is way out of whack, 
it's going to push you down in the algorithm. It seems to not be the case anymore on Twitter. seems to not be so much of the case on Instagram. But here's an interesting thing I found about TikTok also. And I, I and again, this won't be apples to apples for everybody. But as we like to do, we take an example from pop culture or pop music or a bigger pond or ocean than underground DIY independent metal music and apply it. So look at what Billie Eilish did. Billie Eilish, who is, you know, arguably the biggest pop star in the world right now, just the last few years, uh, you know, just a teenager or just 18 years old, just a young adult, was not on TikTok, apparently. Maybe he had a private account, but definitely not a public branded TikTok. Secretly joins TikTok under an assumed name. Um, kind of starts placing content there and starts going viral. And no one is, knows who it is. Obviously, once you start following the channel, you realize it's it's her. But genius strategy, kind of going against conventional wisdom of trying to, hey, I have a huge brand recognition to name. Let me just um, announce that I'm there. Didn't announce it. Checked, tested out the platform first, created content, experimented, saw what the followers liked, saw what other people were doing and mimicked it, did fun things like searched for herself, hashtags about herself and her music and duetted with people and shocked her own fans, right? Super cool, right? And now that people, it's leaked out, there's been stories about it. It's Billy Baird, I think is technically her TikTok account. Go follow her. I'm following her and I'm a metal dude. And I follow a lot. And TikTok's a fun platform where like, no one's looking at your credibility. You could follow everybody. There's so many great creators who are just random everyday people like you and me, as the song says. And, you know, I think it's a very populist, fun platform, maybe kind of recaptures the original fun and free spirit of social media long before we were all trolling each other and elections and other horrible, stupid shit. What color is that dress? So right now I'm very big on TikTok. I, I'm going to continue to try to grow there slowly and see what happens. I appreciate you sharing your methodology, Matthew, as always. Um, the point being, uh, yeah, so you actually bring up something really important there, Keith. And we don't have a ton of time left, but, and this is something that's been kind of drilled into me over the last week. Um, you, every post you make on TikTok is judged by its own merit. That's why randoms blow up so fast, okay? And why sometimes you see accounts with like a good amount of followers, one of their videos might only have like 50 views. Like obviously your content gets served into people's feeds that follow you, you know? So obviously like someone with a million followers is gonna be better off, but like each post is judged for the For You page. It's judged on individual merit. And that's really important. And that's why, you know, me posting a video of a spider that I caught and I was very scared and talking about how I was very scared because it was a big, scary spider. He saw the video. He knows it was big and scary. Um, you know, stuff like that. If that converts, that converts, you know, and it's, and it's going to happen to everyone on the platform because, again, every post for the For You page, which is sort of a general feed, the popular feed, is judged on its own merit. So that's what you need to appreciate, and that's what you need to understand. 
And, and, you know, is that, you know, you can fuck up and then you can do better and then you can play with the trend and you can find a way to be better with the trend, you know? And I don't even think my content is that good yet. And I honestly, I don't think my content will ever be that good uh, just because I don't care enough and I don't want to be that person, you know? And I got 70 followers today on like pretty okay content that wasn't that great, you know? So that's what you kind of need to focus on. And then, of course, and this is really important on TikTok before we wrap up, if something works, do it again and again and again and again. I'm going to do no nuance November videos. I just, I shot another one, actually. I, I never do two bacon spits in a day. And I shot another one because I was like, oh, man, I got to strike while the iron is hot. But like, assuming that one works, too, I'm just going to make, I'm probably going to shoot another no nuance November video tomorrow and the day after that and the day after that and the day after that. And the thing is, this is important, too, you know, because, uh You know, Addison or whoever, you know, like one of the really big uh, TikTok influencers, like she had like one dance that just made her look that she just did really well. And she did it like hundreds of times and you edited it and stitched it and whatever, you know, and you just you have to do that. And the thing is, this is important. Um when you create a piece of good content for TikTok. Because it's like the it content right now, uh, it works really well on other platforms. So like my uh, my 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 hot take November thing, no nuance November thing, like that's over a thousand views on Instagram too in three hours, which is really really good for me. Given that over a thousand views is like after twenty four hours is something I generally get excited about. So like consider that tiktok is kind of dominant in that way and but it kind of it gives you the insight and so you should just take advantage of it any final thoughts keith no i think we covered it pretty well my friend good stuff this has been the dumb and dumbest podcast brought to you by the daily music business podcast you have been listening are we done yet one of these shuts it off Come on. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Who out there? Yes, we're out there, everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together, we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Numbut the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much! We'll be seeing you!